Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with It's Your Life. What are you doing with it? All right, so I want to talk to you about your quirkiness, um, your battle scars, or things you do or say that make you unique, right? So there are things about us that are different than most people or everybody. You know, the way our bodies are. I don't care how much plastic surgery somebody gets. They're still unique. They were uniquely made. And a whole bunch of doctors can't make you a cookie cutter. You might look like one. But it doesn't change you from your uniqueness. There are things about myself that uh, people wouldn't believe. But I absolutely did not like about myself all my life people compliment and still do constantly getting complimented on my smile and so I'll smile just to take a selfie and I look and I'm like what the hell are people talking about or the same thing with my voice oh my gosh your voice is so soothing you should be doing radio voiceovers oh if you could just record something for me so I can listen to it over and over again and I wouldn't even listen to my own podcast because I don't like my voice. Uh, Recently, I started listening to them, but it doesn't mean I've fallen in love with my voice. I don't exactly see what people hear or hear what people hear, but I am more than grateful to have a voice and to have the ability to speak and have the ability to have people want to listen to me speak. And I appreciate the compliments all the way around. But it's funny the things people seen in me that they appreciated, I didn't. And when you pointed them out, it would make me shy away from that instead of embracing it and growing with it, right? But the older I get, the more I appreciate my flaws. So I I don't know, I'm smiling while I'm saying this, but there are so many things that we tell people we love about them and then they'll reply with a negative comment I am guilty of it you tell somebody oh my gosh your hair is so beautiful oh my gosh my hair's falling out it's getting thin it's wiry okay oh my goodness you look so good in that dress I've gained so much weight I've got on a girdle I've got this instead of just thank you and I envy my friends who know how to say thank you I envy it I know people who, flaws and all, you give them a compliment and they shine. Almost like, I know it, but thank you. They don't say that, of course, but that's what they display like. They've got that kind of confidence. I also know people who know how to fake that confidence, and they don't have to. We've all got our own skeletons, our own scars, our own downfalls, right? I used to say that my stomach looked like a roadmap to Fiji. I wore a size three. Um, all my life, I was small-waisted. I've always had big legs and boobs, but nothing else to me. No backside, really. No waist. I had a 22-inch waist, 20 between 21 and 22, until I was 32 when I got sick. And I didn't appreciate that body, y'all. I didn't appreciate being a brick house at all. Um... I meant it when I said I did not like for guys to pay me attention. 
I would sometimes dress the part where I would get attention, like if I was going to the club, but I never paid attention to the fact, let me dress sexy or let me dress um, seductively or none of that, none of that. You know, I'll put on some baggy jeans, even back when I was in my 20s, baggy jeans and a, a body suit shirt and some boots in a minute and go out. That was just me. And it embarrassed me when guys would give me compliments or even women give me compliments. It, it embarrassed me. So here I am now, 53. I'm, I'm 25 pounds overweight. Uh, I got this stomach that looks like a road map. Um, I'm getting wrinkles. I'm getting gray hair. And I'm embracing all of this. I have learned through the years to absolutely love me. And what's beautiful is God has placed people around me that don't see my flaws in all. They don't see them. They only see my heart and the love I display and, and my appreciation for them and for life and for the Lord. And that's what they focus on. Nobody's asked me to see my stomach in a long time. <laughs> I had a lot of surgeries. You know, I had internal bleeding twice. Um, I had exploratory surgery twice. Um, I had breast reduction. So I have scars. I have scars. And most of them are in the same, you know, they open up the same places over and over. They didn't do the way they do things now, you know, just go through your belly button or something. I was cut open like a, a double L. <laughs> so... But I was so embarrassed back then. You know, I didn't want anybody to ever see my stomach and this. And I would see women like posing in magazines or online or something. And they're showing stretch marks or scars. And, and they have all this confidence. And I used to pray for that confidence. Because I didn't know how to build myself up. And the crazy thing is nobody was breaking me down but me. I was the only person breaking me down. I was the only person noticing all my flaws and saying them out loud. Now, other people might notice my flaws. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, my pores are so big. And I, what, why do I have these spots here? And, you know, why, why this? Why that? Why is my gray coming in like this? I don't like this. And, and why... <laughs> I'm looking for my imperfections. I'm not looking at my own heart the way everybody else does. I'm looking for my imperfections and then I'm downing myself for having them. I said in an earlier podcast, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, embrace it. It's not going to change. Why keep beating yourself up or allowing others to beat you up over something that can't change? Simple things. Now, some things you can pray, and believe it or not, you'll be delivered from them. I am a living testimony, but there are things you just can't change. You know, you're born with four fingers instead of five, and now you're 20 years old, and you're still complaining about having four fingers. You haven't gotten over that. You're 20 years. You've been living with that 20 years. Or you allow somebody else to make you feel bad about missing a thing. Come on. You embrace that. You embrace that. You know, um, I'm ambidextrous and I never really embraced that. I wanted to be more of a right-handed person. So I hardly ever 
Well, I'm not going to say I hardly ever use my left hand because I do everything with my left except right. Everything. I draw with my left. I throw with my left. I, I, my left is my stronger side. I'm a southpaw. When I box, I box with my left. I'm, I'm definitely a lefty, but I write right with my right. And I would hate to do stuff with my left hand and people take notice. And I would try my best. Let me go bowling and use my right hand. Let me shoot this pool uh, cube with my left, my right hand. Whatever I could do. Simple things like that drove me crazy if it brought attention to me. You know how many ambidextrous people there are in this world? I don't know many. My daughters are. But I don't know many. That's something I need to embrace. Yes, I, I can use my left and my right. I'm stronger on my left with some things and I'm stronger on my right with some things. You know, I have one dimple, one deep dimple on my left cheek. And I used to wonder what the hell happened to my other dimple? Why do I only have one? Why give me one dimple? Then my oldest daughter was born with dimples, but her right dimple is much deeper than her left dimple. She's got my other dimple. So I embrace the fact I only have one dimple. And then here comes my youngest, and God kissed all over her. This girl has so many beauty marks and dimples. She's got two deep dimples in her cheeks. She's got a dimple in her chin. She's got a double dimple in her cheek. Uh, come on now. And then I'm like, and she got a beauty mark here, a beauty mark there, a beauty mark here. She's got a birth. I've got four birthmarks. I think she's got five. And I, I now see it as God just kissing all over, just a little extra oomph for us. He gave me a dimple, it's a little extra oomph, you know. He gave me uh, a beauty mark over my top lip. That's a little extra oomph. That's how I see it now, but I used to not see it like that. Embrace what makes you different, even my stomach. I will walk around in front of my husband and you're like, okay, that's your husband. You guys have no idea how long it took me to allow my husband to see my stomach. I did not want him to ever see my stomach. I just think it's so ugly, you know? But now I don't care. It's skin. It's my skin. So what? I've had a lot of surgeries. So what? It's still mine. <laughs> it's mine. And it goes with all the rest of this. And I embrace it now because guess what? I can't change that. I'm not going to have plastic surgery. I'm not going to go to no doctor and say, hey, I'll pay you $5,000 to remove these scars. That's okay. I've had them since I was in my 20s. I am 53. I embrace them now. They're part of me. They're part of my history. They're part of my story. When I get up and talk about being dead for several seconds, I can actually say, and I have a scar to prove it. You know? When I talk about the surgeries I had and, and the, the, the things I went through and why I went through them and telling women to protect their bodies and take care of themselves, I have battle scars to show I've been through something, y'all. You know, these open pores on my face can't do much about them because I'm not buying no one, two, three, four, five hundred dollar face cream to tighten my face. I've had them all my life. I got them from my daddy and he got them from his mama. It's hereditary. Oh, well. You know, I have this thick 
hair and it gets heavy. I've talked about this. So I generally only let it grow as long as my shoulders and then I cut it all off again. And from the time I cut it off in January to December, it's always back on my shoulders. In January, I cut it again. This past year, I decided not to cut it. And now it's on my bra, and yes, it's heavy. But I am grateful for thick, natural hair. I'm not going to complain. God could change that for me. It could not be heavy, and it could not be thick, and it could be gone. I got to embrace this beautiful hair God gave me. He gave me this. I have natural highlights. I was telling my friend uh, yesterday via text that I hate that my highlights are now turning to gray lights. But I don't. I love my gray highlights. I love my hair. And my hair being naturally highlighted, people used to swear I was lying and swear I was getting my hair highlighted. And I wasn't. And I would get so aggravated and wish my hair was just one color. Well... It's about to be one color, gray. <laughs> I'm going to get that wish. But the thing is, y'all, embrace what makes you different. You got a snort laugh. Don't be embarrassed when you laugh. Snort. Laugh. It makes other people laugh. You know, you walk with a limp. Shh, make that the best limp walk ever. Embrace your beauty. No matter what it looks like to other people, it's your beauty. From the top of your head to the tip of the toe, you are beautiful and you are wonderfully made. You are beautiful and wonderfully made. Somebody posted a picture of this guy and he looks like he's been burned, but he hasn't been. It's just the way he looks. Um, and he had posted a picture of his father. I went to his page and his father had passed away and he posted a picture of his father and his father looked just like him. Their eyes turned down on the out instead of up or out. They turned down and then they have this extra skin in the sides of their eyes and they, they really look like they've been burned and they got new skin. But apparently he's looked like that all his life and so is his father. But this guy loves himself. Do you hear me? And I don't see why he shouldn't. I don't see what's wrong with him being uniquely made to where he should feel down about. Uh, and the reason I'm saying that at all is because somebody asked him what happened to him. And nothing happened to him. He was born like that. And he looked just like his daddy. And to ask him that was very rude and nasty because apparently they didn't know him. And I thought, wow, people can be so insensitive. But what he did was posted her question. And he responded with a dance and a kiss to his beautiful wife. And it touched me so much. I thought, you know what? We are all so uniquely and beautifully made. Somebody can look at me. My husband calls me gorgeous all the time. But somebody else can look at me and be like, oh my God, what happened to her? She looks horrible. Beauty is definitely in the eyes of the beholder, so what matters most is the way you see yourself. You think I care what anybody thinks when they see my husband? You think he cares what anybody thinks when they see me? Everybody should think their kids are the beautifulest kids in the world. Every parent, which means everybody should have somebody who thinks they're the beautifulest person in the world, or thought it. Y'all... Don't let other people's opinions and thoughts sway the way you see you.
you see yourself with nothing but love and vigor. And when you see your self flaws and all, embrace it. You got a flaw in your hand, kiss it. You know, I, um, I have these ugly hands. And I've said this, oh my gosh, my hands are so ugly. But you know what? I got my daddy's hands. And he had his mama's hands. And half my family on my dad's side has these same hands. And what they look like is they just look old. You know, I look like I have 70-year-old hands. I look like I had 70-year-old hands when I was 20. Um, but I never was embarrassed about my hands. Isn't that crazy? I have all this like extra skin around my knuckles and I've never been embarrassed about my hands. So much so did I embrace my hands that I never even got my nails done until two years ago. And then I was getting them done without cease. I just kept getting them done and getting them done and getting them done where it became a regular thing for me. And when my nail tech, who'd never had... Listen, this girl cared about me so much. She said, Sonia, you know, women who get their nails done all the time, they're really ruining their nails. Even though you do the dip, people think if they do dip or gel, it's better on their nails. It's all bad. If you stopped wearing nails right now, it would still take months for your nails to heal. And she said, maybe you should give your nails a breather and only get them done on special occasions. That's her taking money out of her pocket because I got my nails done faithfully. But I listened to her. She took the nails off. And sure enough, for the last two and a half months, my nails will grow a little bit and fall right off. They'll crack and split and all that. But now they're finally growing. Healthy. Healthy. And maybe for just a minute, I was trying to improve the look of my hand. I don't know. But those nails weren't going to improve the look of my hands. <laughs> That was just money I was spending for no reason. Why am I getting my nails done all the time? Some people get their nails done all the time because that's what they do for themselves. And I ain't mad at you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing for you. But it wasn't for me. I'm not into that stuff. I'm not into nails. I'm not into weave. I'm not into braids. I'm not into makeup. I'm into exercise. Even with the extra 25 pounds. And I love heels and nice clothes. And I won't even wear my nice clothes if I don't have nowhere to go. I'm gonna have on my workout clothes all day. But I'm learning to invest love into Sonia McQueen. I'm learning to invest positivity in words of affirmation, in words of encouragement, and smiles and air kisses to the mirror. I got on a friend once who I think is absolutely gorgeous because every time I told her I give her a compliment, she replies with something negative. And I got on her about it and it was easy for me to do that whether she liked it or not because that's me all day. And my husband's got on me and he's like, you know, you're always talking negatively about yourself. And he couldn't stand it and I didn't even realize I was doing it until he pointed it out, but I did. Somebody give me a compliment, I reply with a negative, negative retort. Almost every time, unless they were talking about my shoes. Yes, they are bad. Thank you very much. Yes, they are. How many pair of shoes I got? Too many. And yes, they are nice. That was about it. You can compliment my clothes too, but don't compliment the way I 
they fit me or they look on me because I'm going to say something that, oh, man, if I had a little bit more booty, oh, if my waist was 22 inches again instead of 28, oh, if always something. But now you can, th- you can compliment me. I'm going to say thank you. And I'm going to mean it. Thank you. And I'm not going to feel like I have to give you a compliment back. It's okay to sharpen each other, but don't feel like you're obligated to say something because somebody says something to you. It's okay to just say thank you and keep it moving. It is. All right, you guys, I hope I encouraged you a little bit today. You know how to find me, and please do send me a message, Sonia M at ledbymotivation.com or ledbymotivation07 at gmail.com. Have a beautiful day on purpose.